You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Need All right, let's it. get back to some college football. You're another one of the ranked games. Oh, yeah. It's a good one, too. This is. Well, good one. Game day's there this week. I think this is a, uh, we talk about, we talk about games that are going to be a certain gauge for certain teams, whether it's the NFL or college football. This is that for Florida right here because Florida's not been able to. Th- Anthony Richardson cannot get the ball in the end zone unless he runs it in. Correct. Like that, that's that's all that's going on. <laughs> Zero touchdowns, four interceptions, but he he can get with his feet. The minute he has to throw it, it just doesn't seem to happen. Florida's a 10.5 point dog at Tennessee. The total there is 63.5. It's a complete mismatch when you talk about uh, the quarterback matchup and the offenses in this one. And what a brutal schedule for Florida, right? This is their third-ranked team in four weeks. All these other teams around the country, they're playing banana bread tech university and all this stuff. That's a good school, man. Come on. It's a really good school. They make great banana bread They do. And then Florida, I like Sourdough College a little better, though. Sourdough? That's Sourdough. They're, They're a little bit sour but i do like <laughs> banana bread tech florida they played utah nick to open the year then they played kentucky now they get tennessee you know you may bring up a good point this is a big game for florida first year for billy napier they need to win these games against their rivals and they have owned this rivalry they've won 16 in the last 17 meetings has florida against tennessee and ultimately that's why i like them plus 10 and a half against tennessee i get the vols are better their offense is better their defense is better. They're at home. They should win the game. But in these rivalry matchups, when you're going up against a team that has had your number for the last 20, 25 years, crazy stuff can happen. There's a lot of pressure that sets in with these 18, 19, 20-year-old kids. And Nick, Tennessee this year, they got aspirations of playing tight with Georgia, playing tight with Alabama. They have to remember the team that they always struggle with is Florida. And Florida is going to give them a game on Saturday. They're going to play really, really well. Especially the fact that I'm getting the hook with that 10.5. I think that's key. I know a lot of people who are laying it this week with Tennessee. But I don't know. In a rivalry game when a team has always had your number. And Tennessee has never been a favorite of more than 7 points to Florida since 1976. And now they're laying 10.5. Yeah, I, I'm I'm not taking Tennessee. Give me the Gators plus ten and a half. I'm the other way around. I'm laying the points okay. with Tennessee there. I just don't. I don't trust Florida. I think they already lost to Kentucky. That was the first SEC matchup. That was a ranked team. They yep. couldn't they couldn't come through on that. Hendon Hooker's got 844 passing yards and eight touchdowns. Anthony Richardson good. cannot get the ball in the end zone. I mean, it's that bad there right now. I just don't. I, the Tennessee offense just gives them an such an advantage right now. Such an advantage over what Florida's doing. I don't know why Richardson has been this. I, look, the guy was at least like, what was he, like 25-1 to 1 to co- coming into the season for the Heisman, somewhere around there. I yeah. mean, it's it's Florida, by the way, 0-5 against the spread in road games since the start of last season. So, you know, it's yeah. it, it's it's been a... It, I understand what you're saying. We see that a lot in the NFL, too. NFC East matchups. I mean, having covered the horrible team in Washington for so long, we'd see these where you expect one team to get blown out. One's on a five-game winning streak. One's lost three of their last five, and it's a one-point game. That, that's how these teams that are familiar with each other in both college and the NFL, it does get that way. I just don't trust Florida. I get it. I, I just, another thing too, you know, Tennessee, I've been in the SEC now long enough where when you're ready to believe in Tennessee and buy into them in well, these big true. games, 
They always let you down. <laughs> that is true. They always let you down. Can't wait to watch that game, though, tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, UConn's at number 12, NC State. NC State, a whopping 30-and-a-half-point favorite in this. That total sitting at 49-and-a-half. Yep. And, Nick, people might be thinking, why are these two guys talking about NC State and UConn? The handicap is simple. UConn's one of my favorite plays of the week because it's all about the look-ahead spot. NC State plays Clemson next week. And NC State, they had a lot of guys who came back to take their COVID year, a lot of upperclassmen. And you know, when the schedule came out, the first thing they looked at was, when do we play Clemson? When do we get to play Clemson? When can we beat Clemson? That's all they've been thinking about all season. And that's who they play next week. They have a team coming in in UConn who's one of the worst teams in Division I football. They're 40-point favorites against them. And UConn was in a spot similar to this earlier in the year. They played Utah State in Week 0. They had Bama. Utah State had Bama Week 1. They were looking ahead, and UConn covered that spread. UConn's getting another team in a big look-ahead spot. Give me UConn to keep it close. They're not winning the game but they're going to keep it close against NC State. Nevada just getting in the end zone there. It's 10-7 now. Air Force has the lead over Nevada. God, so we're looking at By the way, the NC State, that 39, you know, 38-39, so officially at 39, because this is where I actually have the trend, the th- where if you get it at a 39-point spread, that's the largest for NC State as a favorite since 1978. <sighs> yeah. That's a monster spread. I believe it. I believe it. I mean, what are you doing in this game? It, obviously, it's a ridiculous. I just spread. I worry about those big, big spreads like that, man. Yeah, They're always dangerous because you get those backdoor covers late in the fourth quarter. Hundred percent. And again, you can still lose by, or they can still win by thirty-five. Yeah. And you're sneaking in in that last second. I, I actually kind of tend to take you. I kind of want to lean UConn here. Yeah. Just because that's such a massive number, it and is. NC State. It's be one thing if it was Alabama. Yeah. Be one thing if it's Ohio State. Right. I just don't trust NC State in that position. Like I said, that's the biggest spread they've had as a favorite since 1978. Plus, Nick, you got to remember in college football, right? Like, they don't want anybody getting targeting calls, so they're suspended for the Clemson game. They don't want any of their guys getting hurt. They're going to be pulling dudes early in the third quarter. I just think UConn's the play here. Again, they're not going to win the game, but I think they're going to lose by like 27, 30 points. Just enough. You still get get the doors blown off, but you cover. That's all we need. All you need is them to cover. That's That's all that matters. All right, Central Michigan... At number 14, Penn State's the final one we're going to look at here. Penn State's a 28-point favorite at home. The total 61.5. Yeah, another big spread, but this is all about the spot. Penn State just had a really nice win on the road in Auburn. They beat an SEC team. Anytime another conference can beat an SEC team on the road, always huge for that conference. Now they come home and they play a Central Michigan team who already covered a spread earlier this season against a Power 5 team against Oklahoma State. Jim McElwain, people might remember him, former Florida head coach. He's the coach for the Chippewas. So they're a well-coached team. They have a really good running back named Lou Nichols. You're going to want to watch him tomorrow. He's fantastic. I think they're going to use him. They're going to slow down the game. Penn State, they have a good defense. They're going to run the ball this game. Both teams want this game to be over quickly. I just think 28 is way too many points. The spread opened at like 25 and a half. I love Central Michigan. It's gone all the way up to 28. Now I really like it. So I think Central Michigan catching four touchdowns, that's the way to go. 
Nine and three against the spread as a double-digit underdog, Central Michigan, since go. 2018. So a lot. They're one of those, you know, I was talking about sneaky teams covering. Yeah. Central Michigan's one of those sneaky teams that, that tends to cover. And I love mid-major teams like that with good head coaches yep. that know how to play against big school teams. And with McElwain, I think the Chippewas are the way to go. Yeah. Central Michigan also five and one against the spread as an underdog just since the start of last season. So it's just, you see those trends coming. Like, it's that's what they do. Love this that. This is what Central Michigan does. So And then, uh, yeah, Nick, there were two quick more games that I love because I know we're wrapping college yeah. football up here. James Madison plus seven against Appalachian Dukes, State. Dukes, all right. Love the Dukes, man. Yeah. Here's the thing. That's, a, How- by the way, great matchup. Two great programs. Smaller programs, two of some of the best at that level. One of my favorite games of the yeah. weekend. And I love JMU. How many more games can App State get up for? They played UNC to open the year. It was like 63-56. Then they beat Texas A&M. They just had college game day there, and they won on a Hail Mary. Like, how many more games can you get up for? Meanwhile, JMU is in the FBS for the first time this year, and they get to go up against App State, like you said, who's made a brand name for themselves. I just think this is a great spot for JMU to go in there, maybe even win this game outright. And the other one, Texas Tech plus seven against Texas. Lubbock's a tricky place to play. I think the Red Raiders could keep that close.